Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Save Podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon, and make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob Was There. I'm here with my co-host, Kevin and Jordan. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at ShineKevo and also City underscore Kevo. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11 and on Instagram at underscore this guy 11. And... With about five weeks left in the NBA season, um, about 20 or so games left um, for each team, we decided to go with a new format for this episode. We're going to um, take the five best games from the um, week, from the work week, technically, and uh, talk about those games and then preview the, the uh, weekend's upcoming games. So uh, first, the first game we're going to start with is uh, Milwaukee at Miami. Um, I think Jordan and Kevin gonna enjoy this episode because uh, I mean this 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 game because Milwaukee ended up losing 105-89. Um, Jimmy Butler had 18 points, six rebounds, and seven assists. Um, Giannis only had 13 points, but he did have 15 rebounds. But I mean, it pretty much shows that if you stop Giannis, uh, you gonna beat you can beat uh, Milwaukee. It, it, it happened again in a, a game we'll get to later on. But, um, yeah, it, I mean, if you stop Giannis, they ain't really got too much else. I mean, Book Lopez dropped 21 points in this game. But, and, I mean, they still lost, so. <laughs> how, um, how y'all feel about this Milwaukee and Miami game for Monday? Um, I don't really understand what, <clears throat> like, I, I get the hype of the Bucks. I just don't understand what this hype is around Chris Middleton. Like, he was an all-star. <laughs> I get it, but I'm saying like, I feel like Chris Middleton is in the. So yes, we gonna test this. I feel like Chris Middleton is in the the realm of the Draymonds and the Cal Corvers and the Jeff Teagues. They only made the All-Star game because they their team had success. Like, I don't. I don't see Chris Middleton as a true all-star, a true take-over-a-team type guy, like a true number two. I think he could be a good role player, a good number three, but I don't. I still feel like Milwaukee doesn't have that that good second option. Like every big game, he doesn't show up. He didn't show up in the '76ers series last year. He didn't show up in this game. He didn't show up in the uh, Lakers game. Like. This game he had two for he was two for ten from the three, and he had no assists. Like, what are you there for? Like, you went four for sixteen from the field. I need more from you. Like, I don't expect Giannis to dominate every single game. That's that's unrealistic. I I still believe he's the MVP, but I don't feel like him coming out every single night and putting up a big game is. Like, realistic. You have to... It's a team game for a reason. I feel like somebody else is going to have to step up on that team. But shout out to the Heat. I, um, 
Jimmy Butler played well. He had 18 points. He had seven assists, six rebounds. He's coming on. We got the um, the trade asset we made. Jay Crowder from Memphis. He has he went six for ten from the field. Had 18 points. He was five from nine from the three. Um, we had a big game from Kendrick Nunn. He had 13 points. Um, and also Duncan Robinson. He didn't play that well this game, but he's he's coming along. He had a game. He had a good game against the Pelicans. Basically kept us in the game the whole night. Um, and he broke the three points uh, regular season record for uh, the Heat. So I mean, I feel like we're in a good spot. But I just. For us, this was more of a statement game. Like, yes, we can beat us. I mean, like, we can beat the Bucks. And this was proof, like, from when at the beginning of the season when I told Kevin that we can make it to the finals. I, Yes, I, I was saying it because I believed in us. But it was really more so I still don't have that much faith in the Bucks. And, yes, I still want my credit because I was the first one to say that we're going to make it to the finals. Um, the finals not here yet, so you can't get that credit for one. I mean, uh, you got it. But the Heat had a good game plan. Overall, it was a team effort. Everyone contributed to the game. We was playing lockdown defense and also hitting the three. And Jimmy Butler said after the game, we know how to play together. And if we play like that, it's going to be hard to beat us. We just don't go out there and do it consistently. Which is right, because they ended up doing that against the Pelicans last night and losing. Um, but overall, I feel like we have a team that can compete to go to the finals, not necessarily win the finals. We have the the size, the length, and the shooting ability to match the Bucks. Like, Giannis just can't run over anybody on any, on our team. Bam did a hell of a job guarding him one-on-one. Um he held his own. Not many people can hold his own against Giannis. He's just too strong, too powerful. But Bam kept him in check. And um, he only scored 13 points. So I don't think we found the blueprint to stop Giannis because it's, I think it's impossible to stop superstars. They're going to get theirs in the flow of the game, especially in the playoff series. I don't think he's going to look like that in a seven-game series. But I think they found the recipe as a team to coexist together. Jay Crowder has been a big pickup for us dropping 18 and actually been playing well on both sides with us uh, but Andre Iguodala on the other hand we gave him 30 million dollars and he's not showing up he's not doing enough for me he's not uh, he's he's not living up to the hype that that uh, surrounded him when he made this trade and was demanding a buyout from Memphis but uh, Milwaukee I don't think they're going to get 70 wins this year like they're um, estimated to get, I think it's a couple of more losses in there. But I do think a recipe to beat them has been exposed. And and Chris Middleton, he's just not that guy. I agree with that 100%. Chris Middleton is a no-show when it's time to really go out there and, and show why you're an all-star. And he's getting it by default because Giannis is making them better. And someone got to score the ball when Giannis is not the, you know, scoring. So you think it's... You think it's going to be Eric Bledsoe? Now, this man is very inconsistent. So, I think he's just 
for playing his role on a good team and getting a little bit too much recognition than he deserved. Mm. Mm. I mean, pretty much said it. There's a um, there's a that that's what I put in my notes. That's the formula to beat um, Milwaukee. They, I mean, but we saw this in the playoffs last year. You stop being honest. Uh, they ain't got nothing else. But uh, moving right along to our next game, we got uh. Philadelphia at the Lakers. Um, this started off as a close game um, for in the first half, I guess. Um, it was actually tied at 54 with two minutes and 30 seconds left in the second half. I mean, in the second quarter. And the NBA is a game of runs now. Um, L.A. went on a run. A.D. was hooping. He finished with 37 points, 13 rebounds, and two assists just for good measure. Um Braun was out there facilitating. It was just a good win against a bad team. Philadelphia is already a bad road team anyway. And uh, they um, stars were hurt. So, I mean, these are the type of wins we got to have. So, yeah. Uh, but how do y'all feel about this Philly and um, Los Angeles game from Tuesday? Um, not going to lie. I didn't watch it. I... I knew that Ben Simmons wasn't playing. I knew that Joel Embiid wasn't playing. Um, I kind of I watched the when they played the Clippers on Sunday because I saw that the Clippers were losing and I wanted to see how that was gonna turn out. I did actually no, I lied. I did watch this game. I watched <clears throat> right when it got to halftime, like the second quarter into halftime, and then the Lakers started coming back. That's when I stopped watching because I, I kind of knew what was going to happen. Like, I, it was basically the same exact thing that happened Sunday. The clip, I mean, the uh, 76ers got out to a hot start. Um, Shake Milton was going off. And then, well, really, it started in that Sunday game where he went off. Like, he, he ended up dropping 39. And, um, so, like, basically, they were already on high alert with him. But he still came out, got to a hot start. He ended up only going four for 19 and had 12 points. But um, he's he's. I feel like he's a building piece for them. If they want to move somebody, like, I think he could, he could end up leading the team. Like, I don't think he's a superstar, but he, he definitely can hold down the fort and be a team to build around. If you want to move Joel Embiid and make Ben Simmons kind of like the small forward, power forward type thing, you can put Shake Milton at point guard, run the offense through him, and then dump it down to Ben Simmons. I think that could work. But um, I don't know. I feel like this game was really the AD show. Like, there was no... There was no Joel Embiid, so it was his time to shine. And they were he, really feeding him the ball forever. Right. He had thirteen he went thirteen for nineteen, had thirty seven points, had went four for five from the three, had thirteen rebounds. So I mean, um I really this was one of those games where I, I've been saying all year, if A D can be A D, then I don't see them not winning the championship. And that's being realistic. Like, their two best players are better than the Clippers' two best players. But I feel like 
the depth of the Clippers and the fact that I haven't seen AD consistently be AD against the teams that matter is what have me worried. Um, This game had no interest to me. Joel Embiid is out. Ben Simmons is out. I had no doubt in my mind the Lakers was winning. I just saw that the game was close at halftime. Didn't even think twice that the Lakers was going to win this game. Because Tobias Harris and Al Horford as your best players, not winning nothing. Especially against, against no LeBron and AD. So, really without Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons on the floor, you can't really critique the Sixers because that's who the team is made out of. And that's who's supposed to lead the Sixers. So, if, done, if they both out, then what you expect from the Sixers. I feel like that team is just oddly built together now. You know, I did have a lot of faith in them. But, like, as time progressed, I just see that Joel Embiid is not going to stay healthy. Ben Simmons is not injury prone. This is just a freak accident. But, you know, I feel they could work together. But Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons just got to stay healthy. And in particular, Joel Embiid, you got to stay on the flow, man. When you're on the floor, you're one of the best players on the in the world. But... If you never on the court, people just going to sit there and talk bad about you. You're going to still forever see your crying face on Instagram and everywhere. Like, you you going to continue to see that because you're not on the floor to prove that you're a dominant um, athlete. And you're not on the floor leading your team past the second round when everybody was thinking your team is a finals team. So you got to stay on the floor. And with Tobias Harris and Al Horford, I just don't think that that fits well together. Uh, with the Lakers, the Lakers are finally hitting their stride. The Clippers are too. So like I was saying before we got on um, air, I is leading into a wonderful series because both teams are finding their stride at the right moment going into the playoffs. Um, Anthony Davis did go crazy. I mean, he was playing against small dudes. <laughs> he was the biggest dude on the court. It was easy money. How Shaq say barbecue chicken. Like, Al Horford don't don't got no elusiveness or speed to stick with Anthony Davis. Blowing right past them. So, they're finding they stride at the right moment. They're, they're finally starting to look like 2K Lakers. Anthony Davis is demanding the ball in the post. LeBron is showing why he's the best player in the league and should win MVP. Um, averaging 25, leading the league in assists. Eight rebounds. Just doing the damn thing. Brian the goat. I'm mean, weak. I'm, but I mean, you said that um, AD was playing against small guys. Um, well, that didn't really like. This isn't the first time he's been playing against small guys, and he hasn't been eaten because they did play the Rockets earlier, like right after they made that trip. <laughs> right oh, after the Clint could like penetrate. They, they kept trying to play a big. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I that's when that, that wasn't. That's when I made the um. That's when I made the the comparison. The playing two K, the two K Lakers instead of somebody playing two K, and I feel I agree with you. They do look like they're the two K Lakers now. I get it, and I said like once they start looking like that, they'll be legit. So I like to see it. I I still want to see what they do tomorrow, but. It'll be interesting. They're going to show you tomorrow. Jan, LeBron is on a tear. Well, LeBron is... LeBron, first victim was Giannis. This man... Oh, for those... LeBron don't play defense. LeBron held his own against Giannis. Then went crazy on the offensive end. Was clanking um, threes. He was just doing it. 37 points. 
was the leading leading scorer because Jordy like to say he's not even the leading scorer on his team. He's not. He's he's not. But he's not. He's not. But he's averaging only a point less than Anthony Davis and leading the league in assists. So look at all the points he's accumulating as a point forward. As a point forward, he's the he don't want to be the leading scorer. He wants Anthony Davis to be the leading scorer Mm. because he can eat on the offensive end. LeBron could do everything else. LeBron. And then LeBron is in what seventeenth season, age thirty five. I don't think he even cares about none of none of that leading scorer stuff no more. He wants to win. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, moving on to Wednesday's game. We um, I like this game. This game was actually a pretty good game. Um, not as far as defensive wise, but as far as points and um, shots made. Uh, yeah, this was a good game. The New Orleans and Dallas game from uh, Wednesday. Dallas won 127-123 in overtime. Um, three of five, three out of five um, New Orleans starters had 20-plus points, and Drew Holiday had 19. So, uh, I don't see how they – well, they don't play defense. That's how they didn't win that game. So, but, <laughs> Neither uh, team. <laughs> Luka had another triple-double, 30-17 and 10. Uh, Porzingis had 34-12 and 3. Um, I mean – I ain't going to say that Dallas is going to win a playoff series, but they're going to make some noise in the playoffs. It's going to be good basketball to watch. But, yeah, I think they, they're kind of young right now. But give them some time. They're going to they gonna be there. They're going to be here for a while. So, how y'all feel about this New Orleans and Dallas game from this week? Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I had every intention on watching this game. I wanted to see what Luca and Kristaps look like together. I was very interested in seeing what – the Pelicans were going to do, seeing as how they need to win every game. Well, not every game, but just about every game to make the playoffs. So uh, this this was definitely one of those games that I needed to see. But um, I just needed, I don't know, I, I fell asleep. I had to wake up early to go to work the next day, but I didn't get to watch it. Um, but, yeah, I feel like the Pelicans are in a good spot i feel like once they figure out how to win they'll be good but i don't know i I feel like brandon ingram takes too many shots like 11 for 22 is too too much three for eight from the three that's too much i need you to have only having four assists is a problem for me why does zion have three assists and you have four i need you to step up i need I get it. Drew Holiday has six. Lonzo has six. I need you to help out with the assist. I need you to pass the ball just a little bit more. Yeah, Take less shot. All-star. I, bro, I'm an all star. I get that. Tell me what to do no more, bro. I get that, but I need him to play a little bit more team basketball. Zion was nine for eighteen from the um, field. Most of those were missed layups, but I feel like once once he gets a few more post moves, I think he'll be a even more dangerous uh player so i'm not i'm not really too worried about him right now i feel like he's at a good spot i I, i'm really impressed on how he's started off his rookie season um um luca he went nine for 20 had four for 11 from the three that's i need him to start taking a little bit less threes too because he's he's starting to take a little bit too much. I need him to start 
passing. But I mean, he's he ended up having a triple double in that game. I'm not saying pass more, but start looking for better shots. Nine for twenty, four for eleven. That's that's not very efficient to be the superstar that everybody's making him out to be. Um, I'm not saying he's not a, a future superstar, but I need the efficiency numbers to match the superstar numbers. Um, I actually watched this game. This was a very good game. Um, all the hype between Zion and Luka, these are the fresh faces in our lead, the people who's going to carry the torch from the LeBron, the Giannis, the KDs, etc. Um, it was a really good game to watch. Brandon Ingram, like Brandon said, is a is an all star now, and I feel like he's having that mentality. Is like I'm I'm the best player on the team. I want to take over. I gotta be the leader scorer. I gotta get our team over to the promised land. I think he's just having that mentality, um, which is a good mentality to have. It's showing that he's he wants to be the guy. And he wants to help. He wants to be the one to lead his team. But in the grand scheme of grand scheme of it all. He should take less shots. He do got a bunch of shooters on his team. Drew Holiday can score. He can score. Zion can score. Uh, Lonzo can even score. So, like, when you can facilitate the ball around more, get everybody involved, Zion going to get his just off hustle plays alone. He don't really need the ISO with the ball. He going to dunk on you. He going to go in the post. He going to get transition dunks. So, he don't really need you to give him the ball. Lonzo going to facilitate anyway. And get his just how he get it. Drew Drew Holiday the same way. So Brandon Ingram don't need to force it because he got people who's willing to pass the ball if he's open and stuff like that. Just take open shots. But I don't believe the Pelicans is going to catch Memphis for this eighth seed. But and going into the Mavericks, Luka and Kristoff is looking real nasty together. I said when Kristoff gets his legs back under him, he's going to be dominant. Plus, he bulked up this offseason. He's he was already dominant before his um, ACL injury. He just had to get his legs back under him because right now he's on a uh, he has the second longest streak in Dallas history with games of 20 and 10. And that's just straight just straight off a of hustle. And then he improved his three point shot. Luca, I I don't really have any issues with Luca's game because I mean, with the shooting woes, because that just comes with being young in the game. He's only 20 in his second year playing at this level and already so and they say he's been pro since he was 13 but the nba is different from overseas and everybody can say that so he's doing a, a great job adjusting already he's already an all-star and he's on his way to superstardom but when he like really gets situated and find his groove on everything it's going to be hard to stop him and he didn't shoot too well this game, but he did, like Jordan said, have a triple-double. And that's just off pure talent. Uh, depending on the matchup, I do see them winning a the first-round matchup. It just depends on who they match up with and depends on how Kristaps and Luka continue to roll into the playoffs. Because right now, they're actually playing pretty real. So if they end up playing a Thunder, a Utah, or... Um, Maybe Houston, the way Houston been playing, that they Houston might get the. No and Kristaps is gonna go crazy if Houston ends up playing Houston. I mean, no, if Houston plays. You're asking the Mavericks. They're the sixth seed now, right? Yeah, yeah. So they would play, that keep going before the six seven. They would play the Nuggets. 
to where the Nuggets show that they can be beat in the playoffs. Like I said, it'll be good basketball, yeah, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? But uh. wait, 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 wait. Um. You said that it was a good mentality that um, that B.I. is taking a lot of shots and that it shows that he wants to be a guy. I'm not saying that it's not a good mentality, but I'm just saying that you can have that mentality while getting your shots in the flow of the game. I feel like he's trying to prove too much that he's the all-star, that he's the guy. I feel like that it's not a natural fit for them. I just feel like he just needs to settle down. I do feel that he should. he's forcing it a little bit, but is Brandon Ingram the best player on the Pelicans? No. I beg to differ. He is the best player on them. He's the most, mm-hmm. poli- he's the most polished player on that team. Zion is okay. the most explosive I, in box office, but let's be real. His game is not perfect right now. Most polished and best is not technically he, he's, the same thing. He's, the be- he's their best scorer. He's actually one of their best defenders, not Zion. Zion get to, you know. Spe- I, I would say Lonzo is their best defender. Mm. Yeah. If anything, it's it's between it's it's Brandon Brandon Ingram. It's an argument. Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday probably the best defender. Because I'm gonna give okay. I'm give him that respect because he deserves it. Drew Holiday is they probably their best defender. But Brandon Ingram actually plays both ends of the court, and he's actually and he's just their best offensive weapon. He's their best player. He's the All Star for a reason. Zion, all his points, he might, his numbers might blow blow you away, but if you just watch him play, that's not off him making jump shots and threes and nothing like that. That's off hustle. That's just solely off of being bigger than everybody dunking on folks. And you were Zion for rookie of the year? I can't remember. No, I was Ja. Okay. He ain't so, played enough games. Yeah, I would agree. He hasn't played enough games, and... If they would have made, if they would have, I said it, if they would have made the, um, the AC, then you would have had a discussion. I'm not saying give it to them, but you have a discussion. But if you take, if you come back in the middle of the season and take the candidate, the leading candidate spot for rookie of the year, and you averaging 24 points a game, you are the rookie of the year. That's when you give it to them. At that that point, there's no conversation. But Right. I'm saying, like, if he's. I'm not saying take it from him. I still feel Jai would deserve it. You got to give him a co-rookie of the year. It's happened before. So you can't do that. Yes, you can. Can't it's happened that. before. Happen. No, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm not talking about the co. I'm saying you can't do it a co because why Jai was on a tear leading his team in the playoffs for the whole year. Then when it gets to the last leg, he slips off, falls down while Zion and his team rises up. I see that. That's I see a, that. Like, you but, can't do that. I get, I get that, ja but circumstantially, you can't not give Ja Morant. Ja, ja Morant did score 11 points last night in a loss. To the Hawks. To the Hawks. The Hawks are a good team. Yeah, LOL. Sure. <laughs> Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. Welcome back. Up next, we got um, 
Thursday's game of the day, I guess you would call it. Uh, the Clippers and Houston. I feel like, granted, the Clippers are a good team. I'm not taking anything away from him. But, at the same time, this game was more about Houston being trash than the Clippers being great. Like, they don't have any bigs. So, all they did was um, guard the paint and then make them shoot the three. Their two best players went 0 for 10 from three. So, I mean, who are you going to beat like that? Russ did have 29 points, but he also missed 18 shots. So, I mean, he had five assists. Harden only had 16 points. He was four for for 17 and 0 for 8 from uh, three-point range. So, I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Clippers. Nothing at all. I think it's going to be a great matchup between them and the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. But in this game right here, they weren't all that people are making them out to be. That's all I got to say. But how y'all feel about um, Thursday's game? Uh, uh, 120-105 win Clippers. I was really, 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 really excited to watch this game. Because <clears throat> if you remember at the beginning of the season, I said, I don't fear the Clippers. I mean, I it's not like, I mean, not the Clippers. It's not that I see the Rockets winning a championship because I know how James Harden and Russell Westbrook work in the playoffs. But I did have a little bit of a pause around Christmas time when they play and the Rockets blew them out. And I said, I don't I fear the Rockets more in the playoffs against the Clippers than I do against the Lakers. But since that Capella trade, I don't fear them anymore because I feel like they lost their one advantage. Capella ate those two games and they really couldn't do anything. And granted, Russell Westbrook has had a great game all three games. But this time, it didn't matter because, like, they just were feeding Zubak. Zubak went six for six, had 17 points, had 12 rebounds. Kawhi went eight for 15, had um, 25 points, have went four for seven from the three. It was basically just a three-point and dunk contest. It was like... The, it was basically y'all are the analytics team. We'll show y'all analytics. We'll we'll just hit you with dunks and layups. I mean, dunks, layups, and threes the whole game. That's all it was. Like the Rockets weren't interested in playing defense even a little bit. Um, Reggie Jackson came off the bench, had six points. Jeff Green came off the bench, had eleven points, six rebounds. Uh, Trez came off the bench, had nineteen points. 10 rebounds like it was just one of those games like yes the Rockets were cold but I feel like this was more of a statement game for the Clippers and I don't want that narrative to be pushed aside it definitely wasn't no statement game for the Clippers Uh, you said Houston showed no interest in playing defense they physically can't play no defense against the Clippers. The Clippers is just too big for them. Zubac was pushing Robert Covington and P.J. Tucker out the way like they didn't even, didn't even exist. It was the Monstars out there versus the Looney Tunes. Uh-huh. Like, Houston, when they traded away, Clint Compeller gave away their biggest advantage, which is a big man who can block shots, use the pick and roll, 
create space on the inside, play defense so that James Harden can sit behind the three-point line and shoot, and Russell Westbrook can shoot. Now that you go small, you got a whole bunch of people trying to play against dudes that's 6'10 and above. And a lot of the best players in our league is, what, 6'9 and above. So, and then the people that you got to shoot these threes is nobody that you really expect to make shots in big moments or someone who do it consistently. They're trying to be the Warriors but don't have the ro- the, wa- the the firepower of the Warriors roster. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I was thinking when I when they um, traded Clint Capella. I'm like, bro, y'all trying to be the Warriors, but y'all, if y'all this don't was, shoot like that every night. But if this was last year or the year before last, then maybe they have a shot to win the championship with this roster. But since it's this year with the Warriors dismantled and now it's a big man's game with every team having uh, uh, either a point forward and a center or a point forward and a uh, power forward. Like, that's the Russell Westbrook-James Harden combination is not going to work with small ball. It just won't make any sense. They gave away their biggest asset and now it's up to Russell Westbrook and James Harden to go out there and drop threes all the time when that's not Russell Westbrook game. And we all know that James Harden is prone to go four from 20 from three or two for 30 in a game. Or four he, for 17. He does that mm-hmm. in the playoffs. He does that in regular season games. I heard Paul Pierce say, I don't see James Harden having another shoot him, shooting um, game like that. And everybody was like, what? Like, he this is what he do. Time, he does man. it all the time. Like, I just feel like if the Rockets playing on going in small ball, y'all would have been better off shooting. I am Keeping Chris Paul, he's a better three-point shooter than Russ. Right. This is my opinion. Um, I feel like um, we. Did, I, I don't really. I don't really see the goal behind this. Like, what? It looks uh, like a first-round exit if they if they end up facing the wrong team. Right now, it looks like they end up playing OKC in the. Um, in the first round now what what story would that be no they'll they'll play the jazz they're the they're the fifth seed right now but it keep flipping it keep flipping yeah they were fourth they were fourth yesterday before the jazz beat the uh celtics so they will they'll finish somewhere between third and fifth the rockets yes the rockets definitely not getting a third place seed they could the nuggets have been slipping recently i think they can I'm not saying they will. I, it's a possibility. I'm saying their window is between third and six. So I I feel like they're they're more likely to play either the Nuggets or the Jazz. I don't see them playing the uh, Thunder in the first round. The Thunder the six seed, right? Six or seven. Thunder the six. Thunder six. The Thunder seventh in the. Uh, uh, what's it called? Mavericks. Mavericks are six, I believe. Yeah, yeah but those yeah. those um, positions keep flip flopping, so we will probably won't know to the final week. Mm, but um, for the next game, we got the marquee matchup of the week. The game, um, one of the games that people been looking forward to all season, I guess you would say, at least all week. Um, Milwaukee at the Lakers. Um, it was the matchup of the two MVPs, which we'll get into later. The two MVP candidates, we'll get into it later. But uh, LeBron went uh, 12 for 21 for uh, that. Yeah, 12 for 21. He had 37 points, eight assists, eight rebounds. AD had 30 points, 
and um, nine rebounds. Giannis had a solid 32, but I mean, I think Brian on a mission. He in that mode. It's playoff time. At this point, he got something to prove. So, um, I'm gonna just gonna say it now. I feel like if he can keep this up, the MVP is his for the taking. But we'll get into that later. How y'all feel about this Milwaukee and uh, Lakers game from last night? Um, I'm proud of the Bucks for coming out fighting hard in the first uh, quarter. I said it earlier yesterday. I don't see them winning this game. I feel like the clip. I mean, the Lakers are on a mission to get LeBron the MVP, um, so they had to win this game for him. I felt like Giannis came out, did everything he could the first quarter, got two quick points, and then they shut him down in the second quarter. He only had two points. Um, after that, it was a wrap. The Lakers went on an 18-0 run in the third quarter. That was the most points that the Bucks have given up consecutively all season. So it was just one of those nights. They couldn't buy a bucket. Giannis was getting double teamed. He kicked it out to Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton looking lost. Chris Middleton gets the ball, drives it down the lane, looks in his rearview mirror. Who does he see? He sees LeBron. What does he do? He, I can't say what he does, but he he tries to lay it up. So he misses. Eventually, Giannis gets it and puts gets the points but I mean that's just what you have to deal with bruh it's like dang I just I can't trust him <laughs> that's that's why Giannis is not gonna finish his career in Milwaukee because he has no help and it's sad because you want people to go to a small market team build them up get some help they build that team up and it's like the small town like the big small hero story like basically what baseball is like the rate the royals can win the world series the nationals can win the world series the angels have a shot to win the world series in a couple of years like (laughs) stuff like that like if they didn't have a, a if if they had the right owner they would have a shot that's what i'm saying like those type of teams can come up knicks can have not to cut you out, but Dix can have James Dolan still with a championship. No, if <laughs> I'm saying you don't have those type of stories in the NBA. You don't have small market teams making it because basically you you get a good player, but you can't get him the right type of help. Like you can get him some help, but he's not getting the help he needs. Like he, Chris Middleton ain't it. Wesley Matthews not it. George Hill is not it. Like, and that's why I feel like Giannis is the MVP. We gonna get into it. We gonna get into it. But I'm saying, like, I don't feel like... I just don't... I don't know, man. Get him some help. Send him to Miami. I don't, we gonna recruit him. We'll get him the help he needs. I'm not a believer in Chris Middleton either like that, but... The way you trying to make it sound like he's he is, boo-boo. Nah, the way the way you're putting it is like Giannis don't have no help, but with LeBron was with no help, everybody didn't want to hear that. Now, now I, I like to see how everything just switched all of a sudden. You know, LeBron crying that he don't got no team, but we know he don't got no team. He wished Chris Middleton was on his team back then. Besides a George Hill and 
what Jordan Clarkson come on like these are people he took to the finals or Tristan Thompson who had Steph Curry out rebounding him in the finals <laughs> and stuff like that you know what I'm saying like that stuff is not gonna happen when you got uh Brooke Lopez on your team and stuff like that he do have a decent squad I've I know we <laughs> making jokes about him, but he do have a decent squad. Uh, obviously, they're that good if they're like 50 and, what, 10 now at this point in the season. Well, um, yeah, 50 yeah. and 10. 10 uh, last night was that last night. 10 <laughs> So, yeah, 50 and 10 at this point. I don't think that's just all Giannis doing because it has been nights when Giannis haven't played day one. It has been nights when Giannis um, had, you know, goals – zero from three from from three and has a one of those low point games chris middleton has stepped up and brooke lopez has stepped up and won those type of games i just don't think that would happen in the finals when you have to play consistent talent um but the lakers just show pure dominance and they play hard they play to the max lebron is in what he called it last year playoff mode but actually have a team that's actually gonna go into the playoffs and actually do something um AD actually played like he's supposed to be playing, asking for the ball in the post again, going crazy, getting to the goal, or pulling up over the smaller defender. Um, LeBron showed why he's the MVP and is still the most dominant player in the league and still the best player in the league at age 35 and year 17 because he just goes, he guarded Giannis, played defense, and played offense. And when um, LeBron's on the court, the Lakers is a well-oiled machine and it's just I'm just excited for the playoffs to see what's gonna happen right um I will say I'm excited I I was looking forward to this game not really so much so for the MVP narrative because I knew what was what was gonna happen I wanted to see what Anthony Davis was gonna do and he went 10 for 24 um he he did go 0 for 4 from the 3 that's that's that might be a now, issue. One was but, like a like one was like a throw it up type thing. Right. Okay. So I over three from. And you ain't, you ain't really need to shoot a three. Right. He really took over in the second half when LeBron went off the court. Right. That's that's what I was about to say. That's what I needed to see from him. Yeah. Finally, they have somebody that's when LeBron takes a rest, they can have somebody to. Um, take over because in that fourth quarter they the Bucks were coming back it, I think LeBron went off the court with like I want to say like nine eight minutes left mm-hmm. and they were up by 10 or 11 and they cut it to four, four. The yes. came back in with like three minutes left. No, but the thing is, they cut it to like four, and then Anthony. That's when Anthony Davis took over, and they yeah. got it back to like six or seven. And um, that's when I was like, okay, I they think, now this is the team that I'm ready to see. Now I can't wait till tomorrow. This is the this is the matchup everybody's been talking about. I've I've I was excited. I was. I'll give it to you. If this Anthony Davis can show up, it's going to be a problem. It's all about lineups. And I think right now Frank Vogel and that coaching staff is doing a good job with getting that lineup together. Now they have Alex Caruso, KCP, um, Anthony Davis out there. So he could be the main focal point. Alex Caruso, Caruso can bring the ball up court 
play defense. KCP can play defense, hit the three. So they're not really missing anything when LeBron goes off the court. You find a nice offense that can run through AD when he's off the court. Now they find the groove. Anthony, Anthony Davis is playing like the big man that he is. Now the Lakers are signing Deion Waiters. We didn't sign say that, but they are signing Deion Waiters. Remember earlier, he played three games with the Heat, and he almost single-handedly beat the Clippers when he was with the Heat on offense and defense. If we remember that game, Deion Waiters can ball. He can ball if he could just stay off the weed. I was just about to edibles, say, if you, you can know. trust, if you can't trust him in Miami, yeah, with uh, food. How you gonna trust him in LA. in LA with their food? Hey, we just gotta hope, you know, because they passed on J.R. Smith, which I feel like they should have went more after J.R. Smith to Deion Waiters because of the really if, because of the if. You, I Deion, mean, Deion Waiters fit more well in the system. I because feel like he's going to play defense. And I feel like shoot. I agree. Deion, I mean, J.R. Smith is a big shot taker and maker, mm-hmm. but I don't think he plays defense. He, with LeBron, he actually is, is a little bit more. He tries. At, at, this, point he his, tries. at this point in his career, I, I probably wouldn't go over. I, I will definitely take JR's effort. I, I definitely say at this point now, Deion Waiters is a much, much better defender. This dude was guarding Kawhi by himself. Right. That's so what I'm saying. That's I why feel the like, Lakers need this. That's why I would say Deion Waiters is a better sign. But I feel like <clears throat> too much. If, if, you wanna, if you wanted more offense, then J.R. Smith is your answer. They want it both. But a better fit, Deion Waiters is your answer. Because you, you need that one more person that you could throw a body on Kawhi. Um, well, uh, for these two weekend games, we got um, Steph Curry's second game back. We got uh, Philly at Golden State, the primetime game for Saturday night. Um, I think it's going to be a... Um, uh, uh, I guess you would call it a coming out party, but we know who Steph Curry is. But I feel like he's gonna have a big game. He had the other night. He had uh, 23 points in 27 minutes in his first game back against Toronto. They still lost, but um, he looked. He showed flashes of his old self. I mean, I I feel like at this point in the season, we already know what the Warriors are gonna be. But they just they were the way I heard it phrased was they're rewarding Steph for all his hard work. So that's really the reason he's playing. Um, they're not really playing for anything. Not like with uh, football and other sports where if you have the worst record, you get the number one pick. So you have the best chance at the number one pick, but that don't guarantee you the number one pick. Uh, but I said all that to say I feel like uh, uh, Steph's going to hoop tonight. So how y'all feel about um, Philly and Golden State? You know, you got it. I... That statement made me change my opinion on Steph returning. I basically said, "Why is he coming back? You're, you're, you have the number one pick. There's nothing to play for." But I mean, you got it. You don't. You're not guaranteed the number one pick, so you're not really losing anything. You're losing some percentage points. We know how the NBA works. You're gonna get that number one pick anyway. Cleveland gonna so, get it. Nah, Cleveland nah. get in that mix. They always win. It. No. That was when LeBron was attached to Cleveland. Uh-uh. We don't. You want to go down that rabbit hole? Cause we can. Like three number one picks in four years. Yeah, that's and then saying. he goes back. That's 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 kind of fishy. But anyway, I feel like the I I feel like this is gonna. Be, when I saw that Steph was coming back against the Raptors, I felt like that was more so for a storyline than anything else. Like he's coming back against the Raptors, his home game. Like you got to. Um, I feel like 
that I didn't really watch it because I really knew what was gonna happen. Like Steph was gonna do something Steph like, but they weren't gonna win. They didn't have enough talent. The Raptors are a really good team that nobody's talking about. Um, they're playing the East, right? But I feel like they have just as good a shot to win the East as anybody else. But um, that would be ooh, that would be a storyline: the Clippers versus the Raptors in the finals. Uh, Stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, um, but y'all in the basement, chill out. All right, but anyway, I, I think I feel like this game is gonna be a true. What can Steph do? Because what? No, I mean like, cause you can't really say that against the Raptors. They have a really really good team, and their the whole team is healthy. The uh, Philly Philly is hurt. Like you can get a good gauge of how how well they're gonna be next year because Philly's not at their full strength, Golden State's not at their full strength. It's like a good JV game. Like now you can see who's gonna be who's gonna be what. Like it's like summer league all over again. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's just a game of scrubs. Exactly, not, summer league. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna have any impact on nothing in the future. Because I didn't say that it would. Nobody, no, nobody, no, he said we didn't say it was a no, playoff you, game. No, you said like it's supposed to see how the team is gonna be, something like that. No, I'm saying it's a good gauge. Is this is a better gauge of how Steph looks coming back after this game? You can say, oh, he looks healthy. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah, 23 off. points his first game. I understand that, but it was against the Raptors. They didn't win. They didn't have a shot to win. So, nobody's but that doesn't nobody's has no, judging. That has no implication on him being healthy or not at all. My point. If he come back against a playoff team that's in the in the hunt to be in the championship again this year, and drops 23 points with seven assists on his first day back in 27 minutes, that means he's got it. He's healthy. But he's my violent. point is. His team just butt. When he steps on that court, he shoots a three, it goes in. The narrative is, oh, Steph's back. So you he, want him to just They go get blown out. So that's what you're saying. You want him to drop 40 on a sorry team that's missing Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And that would be nice. Yes. And get a win against a sorry team that's missing. Yes, that would and be then nice. That makes him healthy. Yeah. I didn't. Yes, that that's basically what I want to see from Steph. Yes, that's exactly what I want to see. Okay, that don't make no sense. But why does it not make sense? Said, I don't get I it. You said all of that to see if he's healthy. I didn't him. say that would be a gauge to see if he's healthy that's or not. You, that's indeed, that's not what that's I said. What Run it said. back. We indeed. hit fifteen a couple of times. That's indeed. That's, that's indeed what you said. You said he's he's. It's more of a gauge of where Steph exactly. Right this now. is no. more of a barometer of how Steph looks than the last play, game would be. Play the audio back. You would hear that you said his health, and then I just said it. And you agree? All right. Well, then my point is this would be more of a gauge to see how Steph looks than last but, game would because because you, they you, are not healthy. Th- wouldn't you think playing against a tougher opponent and actually doing pretty well against a tougher opponent was? I understand your point. I understand that, but they did not have a chance to win. If they go out here with a chance to win and they actually win, the narrative is, oh, Steph's back. But that doesn't make, they look good. That makes no sense. Let's see what they look like in the future make, when they get all their pieces that makes back. No sense I'm not saying Tobias if they Harris go out. Horford is still 
get better, anything better than on the Warriors. My so. point is, if they go out here and lose, nobody's gonna stay. They, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. If they lose, they're not gonna say Steph is sorry. It's not a black or white thing. I'm just saying this game is a better implication of how he looks than the last game was. That makes no sense. All right. Well, we disagree to disagree then. It's a, a lot of yelling about two teams that nobody really cares about. Exactly. exactly. That, but, but the, you know what? I ain't even get to say my point this Oh, way. go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. We got time. We but, got time. Say, say what you got to say. Say it. What? I, don't, I just don't get what Jordan is saying. But Steph, uh, Steph probably just coming back because he want to play ball. I mean, yeah, he, he just want to hoop. And then at the same time, he can probably come back in, play with these have five of these players he ain't, he's never even played with. So he's probably just trying to get in, get a feel with these players, some of them that going to run it up with him next year. And he probably just coming back to set the tone and just be a leader. Steph Curry is a, is a, is an underappreciated leader. Even Kevin Durant would say he was probably the leader. He probably Draymond the vocal part, but you know everybody follow what Steph do. So I think he's just coming back to just be a leader and uh, and just who but it's next, not really gonna prove anything. He's not out there to prove nothing to nobody. He's Steph Curry. You don't have to prove nothing to nobody. He's a two-time MVP, one of them unanimous. That's all I'm saying on that. Three-time but champ. Think about it. If if um you only played four games in your season, and it wouldn't matter um how many games y'all got left. It, it, they got five weeks left. So in a month and a week, their season gonna be over. So I, he wanna play as much as he can. Then they're gonna be right back into the offseason. That's a whole year wasted. You know what I'm saying? He want to get as much. If you, he's a true hooper. You know what I'm saying? He loved the game, so he want to play as much as possible. So. And I don't blame him. Like if you healthy, go out there and play. Right. But um, for the final game of this week, the marquee matchup, the yes, game that sir. everybody gonna be talking about next yes, week. Yes, sir. Lakers and Clippers. Me personally, really, all my notes for this game says. I don't really, I ain't really got too much to say. Lakers just need this win for a morale. Like, it's, it's more of a confidence builder for the Lakers than it is for the Clippers. Like, they not really beat the uh, Lakers twice this year. They don't really have as much to prove. They're not even really playing for playoffs either. They don't care about the one seed. This is more, This I feel like uh, with Brian playing for the MVP, with them um, got so much to prove. Oh, uh, the Clippers got a deeper team. Just to quiet all the noise, I feel like the Lakers need to win this game. But how y'all feel about this this here matchup that everybody's been talking about and is going to be talking about? I can't wait. I told y'all at the beginning of the season, I'm only watching four games this year. I've amended that. The NBA season has been more interesting than I thought it would be. I still I still only think that three teams matter. Mm-hmm. Well, two teams, really. I, I don't think the Bucks matter. They're going to make it out the East. Maybe that's still up in the air, but I feel like this, these are the only four games that matter the Lakers and the Clippers. These are the two best teams. Whenever they decide to reseed the um, NBA, this year would have been a perfect year because this would have been the finals. Um, well, I don't know because they would have been two and three, so they probably still would have met up in the Western Conference Finals, but um. Yeah, I, I feel like this is exactly what everybody has been waiting for. The Clippers have are 6-0 since Kawhi said we need to get in playoff mode. And then they got blown out by the um, Grizzlies. 
So, um, <clears throat> and most of those games have been against playoff teams. Granted, the uh, 76ers are missing everybody, but they also beat the Nuggets. They beat the Thunder. Um, they beat the Rockets. So, I mean, they look good. They look, everybody's healthy. Um, when they have their full starting five, they are 10 to 0 on the season. So, I'm not, I've said all that to say, I still don't think that they'll win this game because I feel like the Lakers need this game more than the Clippers. They are already 0-2. Anthony Davis did not look good in either of those games, so I feel like he's on a mission to prove something. I feel like the um, LeBron is still in I need to win playoff. I mean, MVP mode. Even though he said he doesn't come out and try to win MVP mode, try to win MVP at the end, beginning of the season, he didn't say he doesn't try to win it in the middle of the season or at the end of the season. He said he doesn't go into the season thinking that. So I think he's definitely in that mode where he sees it in his view and he can win it. And I think he's going for it now. And I feel like this is his statement game. They still have one more game. And I feel like this is their opportunity to win. Because when they play the Clippers this, on April 9th, that's going to be a tough game for them. Because they have, they play six games in seven days. They have three, that's their third straight game. I can't remember who they played, but it was some tough teams leading up to that stretch. And I know that's going to be tough. They play the Thunder. Eh, well, no. It was the... Uh, yeah, it wasn't as tough as I thought it was going to be. It was the um, Warriors, the Bulls, and then the Clippers. But they still have the, the Thunder and they have the Pacers, who are a good team, coming into that stretch. So that's... that. They have six games in seven days. And the, the uh, Pacers... Yeah. The Clippers only have three in those, um, no, not three, four in those seven. So I feel like that this is their game to win. And I, that's basically the point I'm trying to make. They're probably going to load management through those days. That groin injury will all of a sudden come back for LeBron. He's going to sit for a couple of those games. I'll, Anthony I'll, Davis, sort back, going to come for a couple of those, those games. Uh, that's just how that's going to be. Call it like it is, man. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest. Call it load management. That's what stop it trying is. To, stop trying to be a hypocrite, LeBron. Like, it's, it's load management for real. Like, that's all it is. You know, then everybody going to be on ESPN for like a couple of days talking about is it serious. You're going into the playoffs when we know he's just load management for the big game. So... Uh, this is a big, one of the biggest games of the season. Last night was one of the biggest games of the season against Milwaukee and um, L.A. L.A. was able to split the series. They 0-2, like Jordan and Brad said, against the Clippers. So this game, they needed just off the principle that they could beat this team and that this team don't have their number because they're not going to no other stadium. They're in the same stadium. That's the city of the Lakers and not the Clippers. So if you're getting owned in your own city, that's a pride type thing. And that can mentally mess you up going into the playoffs when you know that you haven't beat this team. And you know, made at trade assets, sign waivers, let people go just to beat this team because you know nobody else can run with you. But LeBron is on a um, tear right now, and I do, and I just simply believe that LeBron is the best player in the league. Like, there's no other player better than LeBron. I don't, I just simply don't believe that, and nobody can put no argument up for nobody else. And like, so, and in this mode, the way he's playing, 
I don't think nobody can stop this man. And I think he's going to bring that same energy from last night into tomorrow against the Clippers. And he's going to show Kawhi. You can't go stop Kawhi because somehow Kawhi going to end up with his little 30 points and his little five rebounds. He's going to do that. But at the biggest moments, you're going to see LeBron become LeBron. Playoff LeBron, finals LeBron. Nine straight trips to the finals LeBron. And he's going to solidify the MVP right then and now. This weekend, LeBron's winning the MVP. Um, that's pretty much that on that. I, I was uh, I, mean, I was gonna say it in the next segment um, that this weekend is pretty much gonna determine whether or not LeBron win the MVP. If he beat Giannis and he beat Kawhi and the Clippers back to back, I mean, how can you not give it to him? But we'll get to that in a second. Y'all got any last thoughts on this uh, Lakers and Clippers matchup? I want to see what Anthony Davis is gonna do. He's had a great week. I I will give it to him. Player. <laughs> <clears throat> Player of the week is Anthony Davis. Yeah, no question. But I'm saying I definitely want to. It's a new week. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's a new week. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I feel like I definitely want to see what he wants. He can do this week. I mean tomorrow. Um, one more thing before we wrap all the gangs up, just want to say Dame Lillard is coming back for Portland. So watch out for Portland going back into the AC. Mm. Yeah, it that would be the first team since 1997 to make the playoffs after being five games back with 20 games left. So that's 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 that'll just be shows tough. you how a big believer I am, a Dame. Oh yeah, Dame can. Open, I mean, I I'm not saying he can't do it. I just don't see it happening. That's a lot to ask. Not with Memphis sliding. Hey, what's going on? Can't get enough of Not Another Sports Podcast? Well, you can follow us on social media at Not Another Sports Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast on Twitter. And keep up with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. We appreciate y'all's support, and y'all make sure y'all subscribe. And back to the show. Welcome back. And for our final segment, um, we kind of alluded to it most of this episode, but we, we figured why not do a whole segment on it. Um, the MVP race. Me, personally, I feel like it's all going to be determined this weekend because if LeBron can manage to beat Giannis and Kawhi led, uh, the Kawhi-led Clippers in the same weekend, um, storylines... Is how the NBA works now. So he's probably gonna get the MVP. That's just how that works. And people tend to remember what happened towards the end of the season more than they remember at the beginning of the season. That's all I'm saying. Which matters the most. Exactly. Exactly. Y'all stole both my lines. Hey man. I'm just saying this is this is not fair. Um, I feel like if Jan, if LeBron wins MVP, I'm not saying he didn't have a good season. But let's call it how it is. This is the 2011 MVP that Derrick Rose won. This is the um, MVP that KD won. This is the MVP that, um, well, no, I don't. Yeah, this was the MVP that Steph won because people said that this was, people said that LeBron should have won that MVP. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm right here with you, buddy. Mm -hmm. I said that Steph had a great season. His team won 70-plus games. Well, no, that was the year they won 60 games out of nowhere. But um, I feel like 
this is basically my point is this is a career achievement MVP. This is the Kobe MVP. And this is the snapshot MVP. This is what happened in two weeks that can make LeBron the MVP. Giannis has been the MVP all season. For the record, people weren't saying that. LeBron was saying that. They hear Steph won the MVP. LeBron was talking about how uh, if we're talking about MVPs, it's most valuable to your team. Bro, Steph had the better year that year. It is what it is. All right, so then using LeBron's narrative, who is more valuable to his team? Giannis Giannis is carrying this team without Giannis they would be fighting fighting for a playoff spot so would the Lakers be without no but we saw they would Lakers be definitely they would be like six or seven seed no they so. would be a seven they would be four a seven seed until LeBron got hurt oh oh and they're definitely a better team this year for than they one. were last year for so no. keep that same energy they would definitely be a fourth or fifth seed they definitely about to hit you with the oh he did he didn't he didn't do nothing in New Orleans he definitely did not have this team did he have a Kyle Kuzma did he have a Rondo did he have he had a Rondo for like a week did he have did he have a Dwight Howard did he have a JaVale McGee oh oh okay one when LeBron's on the court with the Lakers, they got one of the best offenses in the league, top two. And if the numbers I'm remembering correctly is one of the highest percentages ever with LeBron on the court. When he gets off the court, they're one of the worst teams in the league. 28. In, in 28. Every, in every way. You take LeBron off this team and just exactly. keep you take, you take LeBron off this team and keep Anthony Davis on your team by himself. That don't have to actually push to actually get in the post and do that and play the little finesse game by himself with Alex Caruso as your point guard. I like Alex Caruso, but Alex Caruso, KCP, and these Rondo guys. Rondo would be your point guard. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They're fighting for A play C. They with the Pelicans, Memphis, and Portland Trailblazers right now. Is that not in the playoffs? That's they would be nah, they would be probably a six seed, I would say. Alright, you think so, but they wasn't the playoff team with with the same roster last year. They anyway, did not have the same anyway, roster last year. Anyway, LeBron is the MVP because he's the most valuable player to his team and he's the best player in the league. No. It's not a matter of two weeks. This man it has been leading weeks. the league in assists all year. This man has been averaging 25 points all year. This man has been having eight rebounds all year. Giannis is, Giannis is literally getting a lot of his points off a of hustle just like Zion do. He's not a sharp shooter. He's not shooting super many threes. Yes, he improved his three-point percentage, and yes, he improved the scoring and rebounds by a point, but that's because he's just always around the rim for rebounds. Him and Brooke Lopez, the biggest people on the court, so they're soaking up the rebounds. 30 points a game. He don't have that many players on his team that's going to score that many points, and he gets a lot of his points off as a straight drive into the hole, dunking free throws, dunking free throws. It's not like he's getting his points like he's just going out there dropping dimes like Steph Curry. So the numbers don't be misled by numbers, and numbers is not everything. LeBron is out there making his whole team better. LeBron is out there making AD even better. And at year 17, age 35, still playing at a high level. It hasn't been Giannis all season because in the beginning of the season, A was talking about Luka and LeBron for MVP. They were not. They were definitely talking about Giannis having a better season this year than he had last year. They were talking about about Luka having a better season than he was last year. This man was averaging 30 points and 10 rebounds, almost averaging a triple-double. He got hurt and he fell off for a month, and then that's when it became LeBron and Giannis because they took off. Don't act like you don't remember that. Luka, they were talking about Luka for like a couple of weeks, and then he got hurt. Yes, 
No, but it was definitely a Giannis. It was Giannis a runaway for about a good month and a half until you know what happened until around the All-Star game. Let's, let's be crystal clear. That no, that LeBron that. for MVP narrative LeBron, did not Le- get started pushed until MVP around the Super Bowl. LeBron for MVP and you know why? All gate, all year. What no, you it, it, no, it what has he, not. Yes, he has. He's no. been playing at an MVP level all no. year. He's has had the Lakers as a number one seed the whole year. They have yes, not he's let he's been that the number one seed, but they have been talking about Anthony Davis until he started falling off, and no. then. No. Then they started pushing no. him. They were saying LeBron James. They, they were saying like, no. We said LeBron James. We gotta give Anthony Davis some consideration too because of how he was playing. This was LeBron, LeBron James as the catalyst no. the whole way. It they were talking Anthony about Davis. who's more no. valuable, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Of course, that's gonna and be then, the narrative. We know who's more valuable. That wasn't even a smart question. Exactly. To up. You know they just like to make storylines. That's not no argument. Exactly. We know LeBron is more valuable. We know LeBron's the best player on that team. LeBron has been the best player in the league all year don't let numbers fool you hmm. this man is averaging 30 30 points 14 14 rebounds six assists having a better season than he had last year number one in per best defensive man, player max kellerman move we'll i'm just per is he talking wow. about per instead of looking at the games i'm looking at the, the games i'm seeing him carry a Wesley Matthews. I'm seeing him carry a George Hill. I'm seeing him carry a Chris Middleton who has absolutely no business being in the All-Star game and he's still leading them to almost 70 wins. He's having a better season than he had last year. He's having a better season than than LeBron is having and he's been having it all season. Yes, he he has. No, you haven't. I mean, man, I promise you, yeah. All I'm saying is LeBron's game has elevated his. Um, his his game has evolved. Tuesday night, he pulled from the R in the Lakers logo. You ain't seen Giannis do that, bro. No. That's Giannis, not, okay. It takes more skill to be LeBron so James than get, it does to be because Giannis. James LeBron, Harden shoots sixteen Because LeBron James, James came That's into the, same the league. Thing with Giannis. I'm saying, so because I'm LeBron saying, James came into the my, league not let, shooting three. That is my point. My point was it takes more skill to be LeBron James than it does to be Giannis. Giannis exactly. Giannis so is basically because, just a big man. He gets he makes Kevin just said it. He makes hustle plays. So That's because, really it. Because he has a better work ethic. Because he developed his you game. You can't say got over a better work ethic than LeBron. Come on now. No, I didn't. I just said because just LeBron has a better work ethic. Because he had developed his game over years. We're going to give him an MVP this year. That's what we're doing. No, We're giving him a he, lifetime achievement like award. What is you saying? He's been the most valuable player to his team. He if has not. Yes, he has. Off of the Lakers. They are not still a number one seed. Not even a top five. They are still in the playoffs. So would it be the Bucks? No, they would not. Yes, they would. No, they would not. Yes, they not with be. Chris Middleton leading their team. They would be with the George Hill. Look, no, they would not. No, they would not. No, they would Come not. Come on now. They won't be competing with the Nets. Come on. No, they would what? not. No. Without wow. Giannis, no. They are not that good. The, the Nets not that good. So you take Giannis off of them, they don't be competitive. You are undermining. Chris Middleton not no superstar, but you undermine. He is a scrub. He's decent. He's not he a, a I won't a say he's a scrub. He like, is I don't think. a scrub. And when we get to the playoffs, we, I want you to have that we, same we, energy. You didn't have that you same energy good. with LeBron when he was in Cleveland and he ain't have nobody. Yes, I did. I said he's leading a bunch of sorry scrubs to the championship. That last year, wait, he, when, that wait, wait. wait, 
that last year when they made that trade and I said if he leads them to the championship, would that not be his be- greatest achievement? Did I not say that? But yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? But you are, yes or no? But you be switching what you said yes because as soon as you said or, that, you turned okay, around. Okay, so and I say I take no, no, because as soon as you said that, you turned around and be like, oh, he didn't get it done. He didn't win. He didn't win. Did, I, so, did anybody expect him to win? You. Did anybody, did anybody expect him to win? You did and I, I expect yes, him to win? You, did I not say they were going to get swept? You, you yes and, or no? You and did I not say they were going to get swept? You yes. and our fellow Stop. co-host Will. So, so when can I get my yes or no answer? No. Yes or no? Did I not say they were going to get swept? yourself when you said that. Okay, so yeah. you said I th- said if they lead them to the championship. I didn't say win a championship. Lead them. We're talking about postings. We're not wow. talking about that. I'm talking, you know exactly what we be saying. And you it's just okay. tried to change your narrative mid You just, no. Because you be, but anyway. I said if he leads them to a championship, well, to the finals, which you knew what I meant. We get off top. Nobody expected them game. to beat them. Giannis has not been playing better he than has. LeBron. Anyway, just because he's averaging 30 points and LeBron averaging 24 doesn't mean he's at He's having better. a better season. And every statistic, LeBron is top five and leading assists in every statistical category. I'm not, tell you what, put it this way. LeBron will win MVP. I'm not saying that it's not going to happen. He shouldn't be MVP. You cannot sit here and say that this man who's, who was accused of being in a weak conference his whole life, right? Moves to the West and dominates that the same way that he was winning MVPs in the Eastern Conference. This isn't a lifetime achievement award. Averaging 24, 8, and 10. This is a lifetime. Picking up steam in the last half of the season into the playoffs because the MVP is a regular season award. So in the last moments of the season, he done beat the supposedly MVP, locked him down, did great, got 37. Then came back, beat Kawhi on the two days later. Y'all are very, then, y'all are very and then if pushing you, and then, to this narrative. Then, that, then if I would be, like to see that happen. It's, it's, it's not a narrative. It's just straight facts that LeBron, you just totally. I would like to see LeBron. him beat Kawhi first said, before we say that. I said that MVP race is going to be determined by this weekend. Yes. If Kawhi, if like. That's how we started the segment. That's on. how all MVPs are won, though. When Steph hit that half court shot against Thunder, yep. he won the MVP that day. When Russell Westbrook claimed that triple-double average for the first time since Oscar Robertson, he won the MVP that day. That happens all year, every year. When James Harden, when Steph Curry and James Harden was going for the MVP and Steph Curry, like, slumped for two games and James Harden went for a tear for, like, 50-point 50 50 games for, like, two nights in a row, he won the MVP right there. And That's him. what the MVP is. It's an MVP moment. Just like in college, you have a Heisman moment and, you know, in the finals, you have a moment that made you get the finals MVP. Kevin Durant won finals MVP when he pulled over LeBron. That moment. Come on. That's how the MVP is won. I just don't feel like it. that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. And we'll just di- agree That was makes an MVP. Hey, man, I, we can just agree to disagree. I feel like it's more. it should be more of a, a season award instead of a lifetime achievement snapshot award. It's, it's not I, that. I, it's not I, that. I okay. I agree. It's not that I said that LeBron is gonna win it. I never. I came into the argument saying he's gonna win the MVP. So if Giannis winning, you gonna come back with the narrative? Oh, he go. They did he, the right. Yes, thing. they did the right yeah, thing because he deserves to be MVP. Right. Yes. All right. Nope. 
This concludes another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob was there. Yo, this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at ShineCavo and also Vice City underscore Kevo. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11 and on Instagram at underscore this guy 11. Make sure you also follow the sports podcast on Facebook and Instagram at not another sports podcast on Twitter at n underscore a underscore s underscore podcast. Gonna have a lot of polls coming out this weekend. Yeah, gonna a lot have of a sports going on in there. Yes, Atlanta sir. Area. We gonna have a lot of stuff on Twitter coming up this summer. Um, Atlanta Braves United. Braves baseball getting into swing. Opening day coming soon. We got the final um, four this year too. Shout final out four that. coming up. Atlanta United starts their season today. Um, we got some see, big news about in, in the college football world. You ain't gonna just put it out there yet. See, everybody, but, um, just know. Not another sports podcast. We out you, man. Okay. We out you. No okay. Everyone all happy for baseball season to come around and Gary Cole perform horribly in his training. spring training. Spring, spring training, training dude. Nobody cares. And I know. I just know. I know because I watched when that the happened, first two games and I have not watched the game. I know when that happened. Guy. I look at the stats. I was just about to say, John Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge both got hurt again. And Aaron Judge is out two weeks. And who knows how long Stanton be out because that's since he broke his face it was, and he ain't, I guess he's scared to step in that batter's box. Right. But I, it's not looking too good for a Yankees fan right now. Right. 20 years and only one championship. My heart's starting to hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, thing, well, now he's starting to listen. The only thing keeping me up see, is that the Braves see, haven't won the first round thing is, since 2001. Man, shut up. You <laughs> learned that stat. You <laughs> learned that stat in game five of the, no, game four of the NLCS last year and hasn't let go since. Right. But great well, we out of here. Roll yeah, roll, roll tide. Gators.